two, 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 two. These are the sweet angel-like sweet tones. Dulcet. I said dulcet. Uh, you never use the word dulcet without with tones. any other word other than tones. Yeah. Dulcet sounds like a dessert. I think dulcet sounds like a dolphin. Do you want some more dulcet? <gasps> dolce, dulce de leche. Ever have that? No. What's that? It's like, I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, I think it's like something in cream anyway. Something, leche like is yeah. milk. Sorry. Yeah, it's like milk, chocolate, and white chocolate mixed together, but it's an ice cream or something. Oh. oh. I should probably look this up. You just said two Italian words and then, deci- <laughs> and then decided, like, oh, yeah. And then went, actually, that could be a handbag for all yeah. I know. <laughs> Part of me was going, God, I hope they know what it is. So I don't have to <laughs> like, no, what's that? Like, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, anyway, queen cakes, eh? <laughs> um, go on, give us this question that you've been, uh, that you, that you, well, I've heard it, Bucks hasn't. Bucks, you missed this. Okay. Right, question for you. Burning question of the day. If you had to keep a paper, sorry, <clears throat> if you had to keep a paper clip hidden from the FBI in your house yeah. for a million dollars, and Where are you hiding it? So they have an hour to search your house. You have hidden a paperclip. If they do not find it, you've got a milli. Is the paperclip marked in some way that it would stand Just a paperclip. out? It's an identity. Like, uh, yeah, you can't you can't hide it amongst 10,000 other paperclips. They're looking for this specific paperclip. So, yeah, like, let's just say there are no other paperclips. So there's just in the one. House. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say on sheets of paper in, like, an office. Just be like, oh, what's that? Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But if there's no other paperclips, then no. Okay. They're like, ha ha, and Tio's money. They're <laughs> like, damn it. And for this, they're not allowed to use any metal detectors. So they just literally have to Look. do a full on. I would keep it um, on the edge of the door frame. You think they're not going to run their fingers across oh, yeah, door that frames? Oh, yeah, copy, isn't it? They're mm. like, yeah. Okay, no. And see how dusty your house is as well. Exactly. White gloves, they'd be like, come here. You're a bad hider and you're terrible at cleaning. It's tricky, isn't it? Yeah, because. There's loads of places, but then just... I'm going for a bar of soap. What? Yeah. Uh, but who has a bar... What are you chiseling if, it into? If thing? I saw a bar of soap, I'd be like, well, this was clearly put here as a decoy because who has bars of soap Or now? else you'd be like, no one's touched that for bloody years because it's a bar of soap. Have you got a bar of soap at home? No, but I'm sure no. you could dig one out. There's always a bar of soap in a press somewhere. <laughs> no, there isn't. And in also, my nan's house, who maybe? designed bars of soap? Like, they, they stuck around way too long. Because there was always a hair embedded oh, in There was oh. always a hair. A curly one as well, by the way. It wasn't. See, this is more of it. So if I put it in a bar of soap, the FBI detective is going to be like, ah, oh, ew, I'm not touching that. There's always a hair in it. You think the FBI, there's also a paper clip in it. You but think you they don't, don't have know. gloves? But you see, think about it, right? So I'm going, to, I'm going to uncurl it. So it's going to be a straight piece of wire. Stick it into the middle of the bar of soap. Do you think that you then could... Then lather it up a little bit more so that they, they, it gets covered over. You can't penetrate a bar of soap yes, with, an, with an unwound paper clip. Yes, you can. It's like wax. If it's strong enough for you to unbend it, it's not strong enough to penetrate soap. It, yes, it is. I'll bet you anything. She's full of shit. She hasn't yeah, thought this through at all. I don't know about that one. The bar of soap is... Mr. Door frame over here. Yeah. <laughs> and how, also, how long is your bar of soap that an un... Do you know how long an unfurled paper clip is? Yeah. Oh, nine inches. No, what's up with that? That's, nine, that's nine inches, isn't that's it? That's not. Oh, yeah, I need to I ring some people. <laughs> 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 that's where I'm putting mine. Okay. Bar of soap, where are you putting yours? I'm putting mine... I've I've two options. I think that I, actually I'm only going to go. Oh, did you just turn into a human spring? <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to do. I'm going to turn into a spring and then just put it behind a door. Just be like that's just oh, to stop the door banging. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to boil an egg. I'm going to crack the end of the egg. Right. right? Scoop it. Open it. I'm going to scoop out some of the ins. Actually, I'm not going to scoop what? it out even. No, I'm just going to boil an egg. 
make a little incision at the bottom of the egg and I'm going to push the paperclip into the albumin of the egg and then put the thing back on and put it back in the oh, egg holder in no, the fridge. Wait, whoa, whoa. What? You're putting so what nice. back on? The end of the egg that I cracked meticulously. <laughs> meticulously? I'm, re- I'm recapping the end of the egg and then I'm putting it back in the egg the egg carton holder thing. On you the- don't think that's going to be suspicious looking? There are you going to see a crack? No, not, not when the egg is upside down. Yeah, but if, all they have to do is take out the eggs. Who takes out eggs? They're too busy fucking rifling through bars of soap along to you. Or, ooh, I've got it. Do you know when you open the door of a fridge? Yeah. Do you know when there's that, like, the little kind of, the little oh, kind the of... seal. The seal rubber yeah. thing. Do you know the way that sometimes that's corrugated and yeah. has three or four things. Peel that back, put it in there lengthways and then close that back. They'll never find that. Wait, so I have a question. Are you allowed, uh, like, not dismantle, but like, are you allowed to bend the paperclip out yeah. of shape? Yeah. Oh. Did you not just turn into like a ring or something put on your hand? Oh. No. Who says you're in the house when they're searching it? Who says that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could. You so could. it has to be in the house. It can't be on your person. It could be a warrant, you see. You could be, you could be, um, get your nails done and they could have gone and searched your house. What about, <laughs> what about in like a, a I'll show off the new ring that you just made. <laughs> in a tumble dryer. You know that little section of the tumble dryer where all the buttons and random things go oh, the into? filter. Yeah. yeah. What about in there? Yeah. Do you not think that would be the cop's first thing is like all the places that people ho- keep things? Little drawers, think that's what little a cop, compartments. Do you think that's what goes through a cop or a detective when they have to go in and search a house for whatever it may be? Are they, are they straight away going, well, we're not looking in the obvious places. So do they go to like the weird spots first? I'd say they... St- See, that's the thing. Whenever I lose something, I lost my keys to my car in Dublin and I had like a gear bag and I had my laptop bag and stuff like that. I searched in the most unlikely places first because I knew if I searched in the obvious place and it wasn't there, then I'd start to panic. So I was searching in the places I didn't think it was so that when so that when I whittled it down, I was like... And where well, was it? It must be in... The, it was in the obvious... <laughs> Please tell me it was in like her jeans pocket or something. <laughs> oh my God, was it? <laughs> <laughs> in my jeans pocket I was wearing different pants I was like oh hang on a second there you were thinking god I'm so good oh, I was panicking gonna... though because my other set of keys because I was like oh you could just call someone in Cork and t- like at least someone can drive up with your keys be a pain in the hole no my other keys were in the car oh I thought you were going to say that's, where I, that's where I keep that's a great spot to keep, keep your spare key yeah, yeah. Uh, I just way, haven't gotten around to it have to smash the window oh well uh, yeah. yeah I don't know paperclip uh, can you put it in like the gutter outside no inside your house oh <laughs> you really didn't. You really didn't read the brief, did you? Uh, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of lot of uh, grey areas. Oh no, I don't have a house phone. I was going to say you could, you know, you screw off or the top thing and un, uh, unscrew uh, the light switch oh. panel. Yeah, and slot it in there because yeah. they're little boxes. Yeah, and then put that back on. Oh, there you go. Or yeah. oh oh, <laughs> ice cube tray. Well, the transparent ice cube is going to hide your paper. Yeah, something it'll magnify. No, but it, like no, no yeah. because when when your ice is made, it gets all kind of cloudy and. Yeah. Frosty. Okay. Looking. So or you're going to hide it nice. Actually, that's not too bad. Mm. Especially if you make Coca-Cola ones and you're like, I just love Coca-Cola ice. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe if I... <laughs> if I Coca-Cola ice. Fat oh, yeah. like me. <laughs> I used to make my wadi ice when I was a kid. Did you ever yeah. do that? Sugar in coldness. Uh, no. My wadi ice cubes. No. Divine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no point having ice. Ice is just water. That's mm. boring. And it waters down your drink. If you're going to make... If you're going to have Coke, then make Coke ice. And then you've got Coke... Dissolving into coke and it just stays coke. Yeah, but then you'll have half a glass because you're after waiting an hour for Listen. the other half the coke to freeze. Go for a nap, wake up to the coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just give it a go. So, so you're saying, in either, what's your final one? Uh, 
I'm going to go with my soap. Your soap? Yeah. God, oh, that's so There's no right or wrong answer that is here. Which there, just is, means there is soap, soap is wrong. Soap is definitely on the wrong side. <laughs> You're going with? Uh, I'm going with my egg. <laughs> and my soap idea. Oh, I'm sorry. Quickly, they're coming, your man. Two seconds, I'm boiling <laughs> an, egg. an egg. No one said they're at the door. I just, meticulously. I, they've given me notice. Someone's the water's t- just about to boil. Someone's tipped me off and said, you've half an hour. Uh, I Unbox. think I would put it in the light switch. Light okay. switch. wonder yeah. who's getting the million. Uh, probably me. Uh, is there any job that you'd want to have other than what you do now? Like, at one stage, I was thinking, like, a cop would be cool. Cop or bounty hunter? But not Irish guard. Like, oh, no, way too scary. Like American cop or bounty hunter. And I think too bounty hunter is class. Um, or gold miner is my one. What? Yeah, whenever I watch gold mining shows like Gold Rush or stuff like that, I always go, I'd love to go gold mining. I don't know. I went into a cave before. You don't go into caves gold mining. Well, Mitchell's like down. down into a mine. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, in um, in South America somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but we went right down. Oh, I wouldn't go into mines now. You're gold mining. Yeah, but gold mining, you go to the surface. So you 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 oh, take with your little sieve. You, you take off the o- no, you take off the overburden, which is, could be about twelve foot of. Oh, of, sorry, of I thought you were And you get down to pay, pay grade. I I know all. I could actually go if someone said to me, "Here's some small bit of equipment, a sluice box, and, and a couple of riffles and stuff like that, and a pan." I could actually find gold. Like I know where to look for gold from watching all these shows. I know like what type of geography to look for, what type of geographical features. Overruns off waterfalls, so definitely gold miner for me. Is there oh, gold in Ireland? Yes, there is. Yeah, is there? Yeah, like where? Where has it been found? Mountains, mountains, and waterfalls would be two of the big ones because when the waterfall, when the when the pressure of the water hits the stone, it creates little divots underneath, and then obviously smaller stones then would gather. And because because gold is heavier, the gold would sink to the bottom of those things. So that's where you dig out those kind of like anywhere where there's like a bit of erosion underneath water. That's where you'd find the gold at the bottom. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, what would you? What job would you do? You make a good teacher, I'd say. Really? A sound teacher. Yeah, there'd be no homework for a week. <laughs> Why is everyone failing? <laughs> uh, what would I do? Uh, well, I always wanted to be a pilot before I got into radio. Like commercial. Yeah. Um, and then someone said, "Oh, you're just a bus driver of the skies." And go, oh well, that's. Oh take no! Nothing wrong with a bus driver. Nothing wrong with a bus driver. Either. Tell you. Shout out the boys. Uh, I'd nearly be a train driver with the pay there on. Mm. I wanted to be uh, working radio. Be a pilot and be one of the guys who drove the Jonathan carts in Killarney. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? There Whoa. are three vastly different things. Yeah, yeah there are uh, three. The Jonathan carts. Like at yeah. least with the pilot thing, you're going okay. At least he's he is driving the desk there for about thirty seconds at the start <laughs> of the flight. Like, hey everybody, welcome on board. You know, you yeah, can do that well, thing just merely for the announcements. Yeah, so if uh, you want to be a pilot just so that you can have thirty <laughs> seconds uh, yeah, on a mic, a captive audience. Yeah, yeah. Guys, the figures just came in. We had a hundred and twenty listening this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah or nay? <laughs> you want to play row seven? What about you? What was your besides backup singer in a band, which we already know? Yeah, want to be a backup singer? Um, I would. I'd love to be like a chef. But oh. not the pressurised chefs. I want to be a TV chef. They look like they have oh. a lovely time of it. Yeah. yeah. Or a personal chef. Although then you're going to the whims of some spoiled rich yes. bollocks, yeah. aren't you? But they yeah. do make a fortune. They do. Mm. There's they certain do. personal chefs in uh, California that make like 14 grand a month. Whoa. Yeah, you have a laugh. I swear to God. Or else I'd like to do uh, like cake boss. I'd love to be a cake decorator. Couldn't like, I, I've, I'm not into baking that much at all, but I love it. It just looks so lovely and relaxing. Yeah. I'd love to I'd do I'd say that. you make a good TV chef. Do you think? I'd say you make a good TV chef. With that cardigan now, I think, you know, you're, you're, you're very kind of like cozy. It's winter. Let's make it, let's make a, let's make a. Stroganoff. Stroganoff. That's yeah. the one I was thinking. I was going to say strudel. I don't <laughs> think there is a single person that's ever stepped into a kitchen that hasn't done a fake. TV cooking show. Oh, I've d- I've done it loads oh, of times. Yeah. I do it like pretty much every day. Yeah, 
I've done loads of times just looking at the backsplash. Just being like, hey guys, uh, welcome back. We've got the potatoes in the oven there and they're parboiled. And... Uh, <laughs> Bit of time in Rosemary. Just a little seasoning. <laughs> uh, my own man did it so much so that I actually one Christmas bought him a proper chef hat. So he, he, he did a pretend TV show so, so much. He could, oh, you could hear him in the kitchen talking to the dog. like yeah. <laughs> and uh, he did it so much so I was like, oh my God, this guy. Like. So I bought him a proper chef's hat, the big white tall ones. Yeah. And I gave it to him on Christmas morning and he wore it while cooking dinner. Class. Oh my God, you need to record that. He was like, that. yeah, good one. <laughs> and then he was like, secretly loved going. It. Loved <laughs> it. Really loved this Fucking loved it. Look at me out. Do you know what? Do you know what all the you know the ruffles? Do you know the different ruffles in the yes. chefs? Do you know what oh, they stand for? No, what? they do mean something. Do you though. not know this? I thought either. it was just like a design. No, yeah, the no. ruffles in a chef's hat. So like, there's all these little things. Fifty-two ruffles in a chef's hat. Go on. Fifty-two, yeah. Uh, it stands for every way you can cook an egg. Each one of those ruffles is a way you can cook an egg. I have heard this before, but you yeah. look very suspicious of it. Yeah, I am. Google it. Google it. Google it. Get on there now and Google it. Hey Siri, what do the ruffles in a chef's hat represent? I did once upon a time uh, want to become a chef, but I wanted to be um, like one of those chefs that plates food with a tweezers. Oh yeah, like yeah. A proper Michelin star doing set menu. Yeah, it's, what's that called again? Is like it's like food chemistry or what do they call it? You know, like the like the what's your man's name? Um, the baldy fella that does all the kind of like chemical explosions. Oh, um, Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, one of his starters is ice creams. One's like a twister ice cream mm-hmm. with the pink in the middle and yeah. it's green and white swirls. The pink in the middle is salmon and the white oh. and green is potato and peas. Oh, yeah. savoury. But it looks like a twister ice cream. Your like, brain is like, man. <laughs> um, what's the name of that show on Disney Plus? The chef one. Is it called Chef? Chef. The bear. The bear. Oh, the bear. Yeah, chef, oh. is, chef is on Netflix. That's the one with your man... Um, John Favreau. Oh my God, love that as well. Yeah, you're right. The origin of pleats in a chef's hat is similar to the height in the early days of the toque blanche. I don't know what that is. It was said that the number of pleats would often represent how many techniques or recipes a chef had achieved. For example, a chef would have 100 pleats in his hat to represent 100 ways he could prepare eggs. So it's very personalised, I guess. Yeah, but I think now they're 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 generalised. I think it's 52 or 53 pleats in a hat now. And I think that's kind of like the, st- the standard kind of thing. That's mad. I never knew that. Yeah. I just thought it was the design. There are certain uh, fine dining restaurants around the world that I would love to go to. Oh, I can't watch somebody feed Phil without. And he's only going to like a food truck in Guatemala, Mexico or something <laughs> like that. But like, like I, oh, there's, I'd love to go to some of the places. That's so. If you ever go to Mexico, only eat street tacos. Yes. They are amazing yeah that was one of them was that he was eating street tacos out of vans and they looked like the dingiest dirtiest yeah. places and he was like this is the best place in all of Mexico yeah, yeah. it's like 250 for five tacos and a drink oh nice oh, and you are full to the gills yeah can you remember the greatest meal you've ever had the greatest burger mm. I ever had was in Vegas we went to betcha I know where you went go on Gordon Ramsay's restaurant no no we went to Guy Fieri's restaurant oh you know the guy from diners drive-ins and dives big spiky hair Oh my God, I was never so sad when a burger had finished. Really? I was traumatised once it was finished. It was the nicest burger. And the thing about it was there was nothing unusual about it really. It was just... Everything done properly. Just a traditional burger. But my God, I'm actually salivating thinking about it now. What was 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 the bun? Was it a brioche bun? Brioche. Yeah. But I think he had brushed butter on it. Oh my God. I'm actually, my mouth's actually watering right now. So good. I think the best meal I ever had... Was uh, a steakhouse in uh, Cancun, Mexico. Oh. It was ridiculous, but they had all of the accoutrements 
they had all of the like the guacamole and the traditional Mexican kind of like salsas and all the different types of like sour creams and stuff like that beside it. It was ridiculous. And I think they had like almost like a pan seared potato gratin kind of thing. It was God almighty. And it was humongous. Like it was the steak was that big. For those who are listening, it was the distance between my hands there I held up. <laughs> Mine is similar to yours. It's a steakhouse, but it's one I went to in New York. Okay. Uh, it's actually from London, and they opened one just now in Dublin. Oh. Called Hawksmoor. Oh. You go in, you, you can order your steaks off the menu, but like if there's like six of one steak and six of them are ordered, they chalk it off. That's it. There's no more. Oh, yeah. small batches like. Yeah, but they only get it in fresh that day, so Class. it's like you have to... Get in fast while you can, but they also do like a mac and cheese and a cream spinach and stuff as sides. But like, lads, oh, that sounds good. I think barbecue soul food is my ultimate food. I can't watch barbecue shows on TV because I get really sad because we don't have nice barbecue places (laughs) in Ireland. I swear to God, when they have like you know biscuits and gravy and collard greens and all that kind of stuff, I lose my mind. I actually think I'm the wrong race. I actually think white is wasted on me. (laughs) Too much soul for my pigment. I've had too many stews. Yeah, what's your favorite food? Favorite food, like, yeah. mm. well, your favorite, like your favorite, your your is the bur- is that burger your answer for favorite meal ever? Uh, ever, yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. it's your favorite burger. I didn't know it was your favorite meal. Yeah. All oh, right. It's divine. Yeah, you're probably traditional. Oh no, you're you're Japanese, are you? What's your favorite food? Love sushi. Sushi, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yet again, we've managed to turn a podcast intro into a chat about <laughs> will we, food. Will we just do a food podcast? I think yeah. I think it's like, the way it's going, isn't it? Why talk about anything else? Well, there's loads more to talk about, but we've got to get out of here. Loads coming up on the podcast. Baz Ashmawi was in with us this week. He's just an absolute legend. Yeah. You can hear all of the chats there. Um, you can also hear me losing a bet very badly as well with Ross. Uh, lip reading game, sound effects story, the top five saints with Terry Font. It's all coming up on this podcast. Enjoy. Morning, Corks 96 FM is Lady Gaga and Bad Romance. Well, he's got a brand new game show coming to RTE from this coming Sunday. The Money List with Baz Ashmawi. He's on the line with us right now and fresh from his appearance on the all new look Late Late Show with Patrick Hilty. That wasn't your first time though on the Late Late Show, Baz. Pat Kenny would have been your first time, yeah? I think he called me Buzz when he introduced me. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz Ashmawi. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember the first clip they ever showed and I was really excited to be on the Late Late was me getting a back sack and crack waxed (laughs) and I was like this wasn't what I manifested this wasn't like this but that was the first time and that was with Pat in your head, you were probably years ago manifesting. You were probably, you know, sitting there, you know, going, that's right, gay. I mean, you know, it's very important in this day and age to really, you know, to shoot for the stars and, and to re- really make your own future. And then and then years later, it's like, yeah, Pat, it's called the perennium. <laughs> Honestly, that's exactly what it was. It was like a big disappointment. My mum was watching like this going, oh, my God, what did he do? And then obviously I went on last week and I met Patrick, you know. You were on the Late Late Show, of course, because you've got a new RTE show yourself. Yeah. A brand new yes. game show, The Money List. Now, we have to talk about the name. I mean, was it... Was I didn't it... pick us. Right? <laughs> Timing wasn't great to be called a show, The Money List. I agree. But that's, that's what it's a format. It was originally Nick Knowles did it in the UK. It was Who Dare Wins. Or Who something. Dares Wins, oh. yeah. I think I'm destined to 
just do Nick knows. Yeah, that's two Nick. shows now. Yeah, you got the DIY SOS and then yeah. New Jersey wins. That's what they'll say in the UK. He's like an Irish Nick knows. Well, <laughs> pardon me, guys. Or as Pat Kenny would say, Buzz knows. <laughs> buzz, buzz and Smowy. Give us an idea. How do you play this? What is the money list all about? So basically, I find two people who are complete strangers and I put them in a soundproof booth. And then I find another two people who are complete strangers and I put them in another soundproof booth. And I come up with a list. So it might be Bond movies, right? And you have to guess how many Bond movies. So you might go five and the other group go seven. And then they go 10 and they go, I don't think they know 10. Well, we'll say 15 and then the other people go, right, name all 15. And if you name all 15, you win the list. If you win two lists, you get to play for 15,000 euro. People want wedge. People want yeah. money. Because usually that's always what springs to mind when I think of an Irish game show. Like, oh my God, you got a clock and a weekend in Clomel. <laughs> yeah. like, like nothing, nothing wrong with Clomel, by the way. It's a lovely place to visit. But, but do you know what I mean? You want you want some real money. And there's good characters on it as well. First episode that we watched. Brilliant. The two guys that were to Brilliant. your right or left, as they were walking into the box, it looked like your man was taking a hostage. He was like, come on, come on, let's get out of there. <laughs> Because you're throwing people together that shouldn't be together. You know, those all-inclusive holidays and they stick you on the bus out of the airport and you're sat beside these people and you're like, I just do not want to talk to this person for the whole two weeks we're away. It's that feeling of just sticking people together. But, you know, they start working together and making money and all of a sudden their relationship changes and it gets very funny. Like, it's great fun. It's great fun. I have to say, I really admire your coordination as well with the mute button because if that was me, I'd be muting the wrong person and then the other person's giving away how much they think they can list out if uh, your coordination is, is on point. You know what? For a man that likes to pump up his ego every now and then, a podium. I highly recommend. A oh yeah, I, I, I've built one in my garden, and it's where I talk to my children from now. From big high podium and a soundproof booth, and just that power that comes with tapping buttons. It's changed me as a person. I feel very good about myself since since I started talking down from podiums. When they cut so to when they cut to the wide shot, it does look like you're doing a very angry mass. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest mass ever. <laughs> and the Lord said unto thee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were thinking, is it possible for us to do a round of the money list? Oh, yes. What are we doing, Uh Whatever you want. Anything at all. all. Right. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Flavour of crisps. Ooh. Okay. okay. Let's go with that. Okay, so how many flavours of crisps do you think you can manage to rank? I could definitely do five. Five? Yeah. I'm going to go eight. Oh, really? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Eight. You know, you can think wide. Like, don't, don't be... Don't, don't be, be, don't be. Okay, I'm going to go nine. Side of Ireland. I'm going to go nine. I'll go nine. Okay, yeah, she's just, nine. she's just going tato. She's so indoctrinated. <laughs> nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go 12. 12? Yeah, I'm going all okay. in. Okay, okay, but you can't make any up then. No, I can't make it. Sure, he's got a list in front of him there now. Okay. You don't think you can name 13? I don't know if I got 13 in me. What's the forfeit, by the way? Loser has to get a tattoo of pass. <laughs> you have to get buzzed. Buzz! Under the dick part of your lip. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You're happy to go 13? Yeah, I'm delighted, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Name your list. Cheese yeah. and onion. Cheese and onion. Well done. Salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar is another good answer. Smoky bacon. You're going very Irish here. You're doing very yeah, well. Yeah, very much the Tato yeah. franchise, yeah. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Travelling across the water for that one. Mm. Yeah, that's very popular in England, yeah. Prawn cocktail. Prawn cocktail. It's a bit 80s, isn't it? But it's Very 80s, Oh, yeah. no, prawn cocktail is my go-to. Yeah. Chris Walker's prawn cocktail. Uh, 
barbecue beef? Ross, you're saying barbecue beef. Yeah. So barbecue beef is on the list. That would be your sixth. Sixth correct answer? Yeah. If it's not on the list, Lorraine, she will have won and you'll be getting a buzz tattoo on your lip. Is that on the list? It is on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Ross. Seven. Um, You've proven onion, salt and vinegar, smoky bacon, Worcestershire sauce, prawn cocktail, and the very ropey one that you just get me there. <laughs> I can't remember. What was it? Barbecue, barbecue beef. Barbecue yeah. beef. Oh, ketchup so, flavor. There is, oh, come on. There is, no there is ketchup, ketchup flavor. flavor. I had them in Spain. No. Shockingly, Lorraine, ketchup flavor is on No. The yeah. No. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Like we're in at eight now. <gasps> I need, oh, I need four more. Five more. Five and you're getting, more. And you're getting a tattoo of buzz on your forehead. Um, oh. You're doing very well, Ross. You're doing very well. Ready salted. Ready, ready salted is on the list. We're looking for four more, Ross. Four more. Uh, hang on. Buffalo. <sighs> Buffalo. Buffalo is on the list. You are doing very well. You are three away from watching your partner in crime there get a face tattoo. <laughs> So, buffalo, right? Sour cream and onion? Oh no! Sour cream and onion is a great answer. You are doing very well. You're two away. Um, um, paprika flavor. I'm going to. I'm go- see. I'm go- I'm going Pringles now, and I'm starting to get a um, whole new. See, this is what's happened. You're you're having a resurgence now. Paprika flavor is on the list. You're one away. Oh god! I'm sweating. I don't know if people can see that. I'm properly sweating. One away. If you give me a wrong answer, you, Ross, will be getting a bus tattoo. So think very carefully. Whatever answer you give me, I have to take it. I think I'm stuck. I'm definitely stuck. And it's getting really warm in here. Can it's some, really warm. Can someone yeah. turn on the cool air because I need to get a bit chilly? Or should I say, sweet chilly? Oh, oh, no! No! Lorraine, I'm so sorry. Ross, congratulations. You won your yes. first list. Well, Are you going to get the tattoo? You, you did don't shake. Have to get buzz tattooed on your lip. You can get it. Buzz could mean anything. Buzz right across yeah. my neck. Oh my god! Listen, Baz, uh, we will be coming back to you to send you a photograph of Lorraine's brand new tattoo. Can't wait. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. You're a gent as always. The money list the- kicking off on RTE this coming Sunday. You were amongst the elite of RTE, joining Angus McAnally and Twink and all of these legends of being one of RTE's game show hosts. <laughs> What an honour. It's Baz. the dream. It's the dream. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting to us Thank today. You, Appreciate Cheers, it. Dude. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. What's your problem? With Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Now with added music. Look at us. Whoa. After uh, the success of last week and our help with listener Maggie. We need your help again. Yeah. Oh, this feels like we're looking for borrowers or something. It does actually. Yeah, I do like it, it, yeah. <laughs> I like it, Nick. So, we need your help. Listener Lisa, she heard all of the amazing advice that came in from Maggie last week and she went, I wonder, can they help me? Oh, so she's got she's got a thing as well. Lisa's been in touch. She sent us a WhatsApp voice note and she needs your advice. She needs your, 
I don't know, maybe experience. I'm sure there's a lot of people who've had something similar to this. She sent us a voice note. Now, we've had to change Lisa's voice because obviously she might be recognised. And when you hear this, you can understand why she didn't want to be recognised. Is this an, oh, this is like a, we've had to protect the identity yeah. of the, I, I love feel like oh, we're this on, is class. I, I feel like we're on crime call Go or something. On. Have a listen to Lisa. Hi, guys. I hope you don't mind me ringing in, but... <laughs> <sighs> something on my mind and I'd love to get your opinion on it. So, I'm getting married next year and I'm living with my fiancé for about 12 months. And I have a bit of a thing, a bit of a nick, I suppose, really, with regards to my fiancé. He goes home every day to mom, and mom makes his dinner for him while I'm at home cooking my own dinner. Something else, like, you know, he kind of goes for a nap every day and Mobby calls him for his dinner when his dinner is ready. Oh. Bit of a red flag about this one. <laughs> I mean, like, his mom even does his f***ing washing. Like, both of them don't even see anything wrong with it. Like, she throws these comments every so often, like, you know, he likes the way I do things for him, you know? And it's like as if, you know, I'm not doing them, but the way he likes them. I don't know, guys, you know? I don't know, is there a bit of a red flag about this one? Like, can you just advise me or, or, or just, you know, tell me, are my reading too much into it? Or oh is it just the norm, I suppose, nowadays? That is the sound of Lisa exasperated. <laughs> that is the sound of a cork person and their regular word to F-bomb ratio. <laughs> Lisa! I'm sorry, red flag. That is a gigantic red flag. A classic case of mammy's boy. This mammy's thing, boy. It also seems a little bit. I don't know if I. Sh- I don't know if I can. Oh. It just seems a bit weird. Like not just mammy's boy, but just it seems a bit weird. It seems a bit like I don't know the infantilization of a, of a grown man. Like he by is his mother. a grown man. They're engaged to be married, and the willingness to be infantilized as well is just a little bit kind of. It's just a bit weird. Like fair enough. Grand, call in, check in, have the chats and stuff. Look, I, I don't even mind the dinner thing so much. What's really getting me in this is going for a nap. Yeah, and being woken up then. Going, by your mammy. Stretchy. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. And this whole, by the way, this whole thing of... Uh, that's not that's not the way that whatever Bob whatever likes it that that whole thing is going to just manifest bigger yeah because that that is the beginning of a criticism train and especially if you I don't know if they've got kids or not she didn't say it so if they've got kids that's going to completely escalate when there's kids there do you know the whole kind of mother-in-law thing that mother-in-laws do with the whole like you oh I wouldn't do that now and oh you know you're not doing this right whatever if she's doing the that about comments? her son yeah. she's definitely going to be doing about the grandkids as well yeah mm. What do you do in some in a situation like this? Though? Walk. Do uh, no. You oh, have to. They're getting married soon. <laughs> Run. I don't know. What speed? What speed? Jog. What? What would you accept? No. Like what do you? What do you do? There's got to be something you can do here. But it feels like this has been going on for like decades. This is just how they do life. This is what, all they've known. I'd say. Oh, I don't know. I don't how know. Do that you sounds break like that up. That sounds like that sounds like something where boundaries are going to be an issue for a long time. If Lisa says something to her fiancé it's gonna like weirdly sound like she's jealous or something you know yeah and obviously he's probably gonna be like if he's that close and that kind of like again infantilized he's probably gonna like defend his mother to the last and be like you're, you're crazy yeah does he say something to the mother-in-law does she say does, sorry, she, does she say something to the mother-in-law 
Does she dare say something to the mother-in-law? Would you, oh, I don't would know. Would you do that? I don't know. I, I, fear I, God in me now already well, even thinking you're doing something like that. If the mother-in-law is already kind of telling her in certain ways that he likes things done in a particular way. Yeah. If she was to say something to the mother-in-law, the mother-in-law would probably just bite back. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it could get one. vicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That he loves them boiled. He loves the carrots boiled that much. <laughs> The little baby ones. Also, poor Lisa having to make her, make her own dinner while he's getting fed by his mammy and comes home absolutely stomach full, grand job. He's not even inviting her over for no. dinner either. What's going on here? Yep, massive red flag here. Mammy's boy, classic case of mammy's boy. Has anybody had experience of this? Have you gotten around it? Have you had to just walk away from the situation because it's never going to get any better? Oh, 0833 96 96 96. Voice notes, please. Lisa needs your help. The amount of messages that are coming in. So what, what's your problem? What's your problem? Lisa's been in touch. Yeah, Lisa said that her, her fiancé that she's been living with for about six months, he's a complete mama's boy. And she he goes to her house after work to have dinner and go for a nap as well in his old bed. She wakes him up from the nap, cooks his dinner. Meanwhile, Lisa's at home making her own dinner for herself on her Todd. Also, Mammy's washing his jocks while yeah. he's having a little nap for himself. And saying things like, oh, that's not the way he likes that done now, or you're not doing that the way, the way, let's just give him the word Bob. We've already called him Bob. That's not the way Bob likes it. So, yeah. You were saying, do you confront the mom? Do you confront him about it? Yeah. I said, do a legger. I'm not sure if anything is going to change, even if you do bring it up, but I think you do need to bring it up before you do a legger. Yeah, this this sounds like episode one of Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Tell Lisa, run as fast as you can. You will be in constant war with him and his mom, so get out now Ooh. while you can. Uh, somebody else, we'll, we'll keep your name anonymous, skitting. My husband used to do this a feckin' wuss. My mother-in-law was <laughs> ten times worse encouraging him. <laughs> Thankfully, she's pushing up daisies now and making worm dinners. Biatch. Shots fired. Oh, my God. Throw mama from the train comes to mind is another message that's just come in. And uh, good morning to Shane on WhatsApp. Why are women these days so jealous of mammies? Is it because they can't cook like mammies anymore? Is that the problem? That's why sons go back to their mammy's house. Because women can't cook like their own mammies anymore. Shane. And when women, women, like that girl there that was on the phone, when she has her own son, she's going to be doing the same to him. And she'll be complaining about his girlfriend, complaining that she's cooking for him. It's a bit hypocritical, isn't it? Shane, oh, I reckon there's going to be a Shane. whole other stream of oh messages. God. Shane currently has a red laser dot on his forehead. <laughs> Cork, you do not disappoint me. What's your you problem? You do not disappoint me. What is your problem? Lisa's got a problem. She's got a problem. Gigantic mammy's boy. That is the problem today. Fiance, lived with him for six months. He's always around to the mom's for dinner, goes for naps in his bed at home while she's cooking dinner on her own. The mom is saying stuff like that's not the way he likes things done. <sighs> she's already criticising as if she, as if she's taken over the role of his mom. As if she's stepping in to mind him from now. As if he's a child. 
So much advice coming in. Tell Shane he needs to move into the 21st century. This is on Shane earlier on, uh, who who also struck up a, a bit of an argument. <laughs> Women are no longer there just to make the dinner. Tell him, get up off his arse and make his own dinner. From a wife, mammy and home ec teacher, whose Ooh. husband makes half of all dinners in the house. Thank you so much for that. Get rid of mammy's boy and find yourself a man. Oh, they also oh, say girl. the 96FM dating app is great. Oh. Have a little look there. Um, Shane, guess what? Men can cook nowadays, so cook for your wife and get off your mum's boob, you langer. <laughs> Girly man, tell Lisa Leggett. Great show, guys. Thank you very much. We've for also that. had this. Uh, am I the only one who sees this as a good thing? Less clothes in the laundry, free time on her own to watch her own TV shows, and she gets to have girl dinner. I don't even want to ask what girl dinner is because it sounds like it's like girl mats yeah, and I don't want to know. Yeah, it's for a whole other show, I think, yeah. <laughs> Since she doesn't have to cook for him, I say send him to the mother every day. You see, that is a good point. She it's doesn't not. have to. She doesn't have to do extra washing or anything like that. No, I don't think so. Not that she should be so. doing all his washing. But of course you know, she shouldn't. No. Um, also, good morning to Wendy. Hi, this is Claire here. Oh, oh my God, I feel so much for that girl. Lisa, I was in the same kind of a predicament, very similar, uh, many, many years ago uh, where I was in a relationship and his mother used to actually iron his underwear. Oh my she God. She used to invite him over for dinner and I wouldn't get an invite. Um, I got so bad. Ross, you're on the right way uh, when you talk about there's a trail because it actually ended up that I would actually buy her gifts, the mother-in-law, for her birthday and she'd hand them back and say, oh, that's not really my taste, but you wear it. You know, get out there. It was horrific. So yeah, big red flag. Do what I did. Run. Oh my God. Thank you, Claire. Not Wendy. <laughs> Do you hear the happiness in her voice? We have so many messages coming and we don't know what anyone's name is anymore. We're I like, know. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? With Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Thank you so much to everybody who's been getting involved in this this morning, helping Lisa out. Lisa got in touch. She uh, had a little bit of a problem. She's having an issue with her fiancé, who is a massive mammy's boy. <laughs> That's the problem here. He's an absolute mammy's boy. Every evening after work, calls in home, which is fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Mammy makes him dinner. While he's waiting for dinner, he has a little nap in mm-hmm. Mammy's house in his old bed. She's eating at home on her own. While he is napping and the dinner is cooking, she's also doing his washing for him. Meanwhile, Lisa's at home making her own dinner on her own. Ridiculous. And doing all her own washing. So we've been asking for advice. Lisa, run girl, run. I've been married to Mommy's boy for 17 years and nothing has changed throughout those years. She'd come over, look under beds and into kitchen cupboards and say it's not clean enough. She'd cook, wash, clean windows because I didn't do it well enough. I had to fight over access to my newborn because she wanted to do everything around him. Uh, She always knew better than me and my, thank God now, ex would always take her side. Get out, while you can, says this person. Wowzers. Oh. You see, this is it. The fear is that, like, it's it's a bit of a red flag now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit, you know, a bit of a bit niggle. Of a, that niggle's going to grow. That is going to grow. And an that aggle. is going to turn into an ick. And we all know there is no going back from an ick. There's and not. you're going to be stuck with this lad and his mother for the rest of your life, potentially. Or her life. <laughs> <laughs> Maria says Morning lads As a mother I was delighted When my son moved in With his partner I told her What dinners he likes And how he likes His hot chocolate at night Knocks him out (laughs) Knocks him out After 36 years I deserve a break Maria Oh my god Uh, Also Guess who's back lads Oh Oh 
Aoife's back. Oh. Yes! Oh, love Aoife. Aoife's back with some advice. Maybe. We all love kind of going home to our parents' house, you know, having that dinner from your childhood or whatever. But what if you kind of, like, start ruining her cooking? Like, keep showing up to the dinners that you're not invited to and, like, you know, maybe throwing something into the pot or something while she's not looking. Um, or, like, throwing a red sock or something in with the washing if there's whites in there. Um, and just kind of, like, turn him off that idea and then he'll obviously want to stay home with you. Or something a, a little less toxic if um, you just keep having his favourite dinners for dinner every evening. And then he'd be like, oh, what you have for dinner? And he'd be like, oh, I had McDonald's or I had Chinese or something. And then he'd just be jealous and want to stay at home. Aoife thinking outside the box there. Aoife is the most scandalous <laughs> human being. And I love it. Morning, lads. My best friend ended his relationship with his fiance over his mother. Ooh. They were living in his mom's house for nearly five years. And the missus asked him to move out as she wanted their own place. As you do. Yeah. He ended it. Because Mammy comes first. He's nearly 40, still living at home with his mother, puts his work clothes in the wash before bed, wakes up in the morning with them washed and ironed at the end of his bed every morning. I'm sorry, that's what's going on. That means she's sneaking into his room and he's asleep and laying out his clothes. How creepy is that? No, no. You don't have to to brush your teeth in the morning. I did it for you. I have to. (laughs) (laughs) What are we thinking then? There's so much advice coming in. The the, the the overall consensus is 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 binum. Yeah, that's the overall consensus. Yeah. But then, like, if someone loves someone, then like, do you know you can't just go and binum because that it's it's a tricky one. You see, okay. we've got proof here from people who've been through this, and they say it hasn't changed in what seventeen years. That's for some the people? problem: is the fact that there are already. It's not just advice. There's actually cautionary tales. Yeah. Could we be the reason for a break? See, this I morning? don't want that either. I kind of do. Lisa, I don't want it's that. It's like a storm. I love just looking out at it going. <laughs> because she wants to be with him. She's she's getting married to him, but it's obviously an issue. Like she she does want to be with him, but it's just. Oh, listen! This... You want to be there on the wedding night, going? That's not the way he likes it at all. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! I mean the flowers for the wedding. Oh, oh yeah. So what are you thinking about? Okay, what advice we given to Lisa? Then what's what's the I, th- I think if, if 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 this is already an issue and you're not even married and there's no kids and there's nothing else like that, I think I think it's time to take a good long hard look at the relationship and maybe be like, is this actually a massive warning? Um, also, somebody's back to us. How is there not more people up for murdering mother-in-laws? Because <laughs> we're great. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Well, last week we were talking about the uh, National Ploughing Championships. The, the search was on for Ireland's favourite saint. Yes. They had it whittled down to a top five. Top five, And they yeah. were looking for the number one saint in Ireland. I can now exclusively reveal... Oh, my God. Ireland's favourite saint. Go it on. had to be the one and only... St. Anthony. Everybody loves St. Anthony. He finds everything for us. Well, hang on a second now. Hang on a second now. This is the Ploughing Championships that found this one, yeah? This was their top five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the, that's the unofficial one. I'm sorry now to burst your bubble, guys. Oh, I no. know now I don't want to be ruining your Monday or whatever. That's the unofficial one. That was just a Ploughing Championships one. Oh, really? I I have exclusive audio from the official top five. Okay. Four, three, two, one. And, 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 and. Let's start the countdown. Hey everybody, that was Mike and the Apostles with their 2008 hit, A Sermon for Herman. Good afternoon, all you sinners and repenters out there. Uh, you are listening to the Top 100 Saints with me, Terry Font. <laughs> Dip your fingers in. All right. <laughs> We're at the top five in our chat. 
It's getting old. Old Testament of the battle for the top spot. Five. He drove all the snakes out of Ireland. Oh, that must have been a pretty packed Ford Cortina. <laughs> yeah, looks like he could have left a couple of snakes behind the side in this building. <laughs> in at number five, St. Patrick. Four. Oh, hang on a second. I seem to have lost my sheet of paper. Oh, no, I found it. But thanks to this guy, in at number four, St. Anthony. <laughs> Three. We thought he was a hopeless case Coming in last week at number 88 Now he's up to number 3 It's the hopeless cases <gasps> St. Jude Hey Jude Wow Two. Let's hope she's not cross about this one Yeah Thanks for the extra day off Bridget She's ascended into the number 2 spot It's St. B to the R to the I to the G to the D to the E to the D St. Bridget Wow Well done St. One. And in at number one in the divine position, he's the rear view mirror swinger of the cul-de-sac avoider. That's right. He's the man that gets you home safely. Not just me. Haha, <laughs> the other saint. That's right. Saint Christopher. In at number one. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. It's Corks 96 FM. Just gone. Ten past eight. And it's time to play another round of the sound effects story. Are you ready for this, Ross Brown? Yeah, I'm stripped off now because I get very sweaty during this yeah it's just socks and jocks in my brain that's all I need for this yeah what a sight we appreciate the effort <laughs> no problem guys that's just a birthmark by the way this is a bit of the show where oh god Ross takes us back in time and tells us something about his past it's a trip down memory lane and I help you along with that by adding some very powerful sound effects yeah at this stage I'm not even going to argue with you anymore yeah you helped me thanks I, for all your help yes yeah. I help him out with some sound effects today Ross I'd like you to tell us the story of your favourite birthday party oh okay uh, I was just turning eight years old and I was living in Mayfield and everybody knows Mayfield because the sights and the sounds are very familiar like this Just a trip down old memory lane. I got a birthday cake, a lovely birthday cake that was brought out and I could hear my mom inside the other room unwrapping the cellophane. Dear Lord, what a sad little life, Jane. (laughs) My mom was very depressed at the time because all she was doing was taking cellophane off cakes, but she couldn't eat it because she was on Weight Watchers at the time. Myself and my friend were outside and we were told to wait in the hall while they were getting ready for the birthday celebrations. And I knew they had music because they accidentally turned on the hi-fi system and I heard the birthday music. I reckon I have a claim because when I was eight I'd already heard the river dance music before it became an international <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> Until it was only 1992. <laughs> Me and my friend were given one of my presents to keep us occupied out in the hallway. It was a little mini snooker table. So the two of us were playing snooker and you could hear the balls hitting off each other. <laughs> we also were given Tanora. <laughs> I hit a shot which my friend said was a foul. And I said, how do you know that? And he said, strange sensation. You know yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you might think it's odd to be friends with PJ Coogan when you're eight years of age. But when he wasn't talking about gastro problems, he was the crack. <laughs> Next thing I knew, the door swung open loudly. What about you, Stephen? <laughs> they had organised my favourite Coronation Street character to appear at my birthday party. It was none other than Jim McDonald. I looked up and I said, Mom, I can't believe it. How did you get Jim McDonald? Well, say, uh, hello would be nice. <laughs> I said, I was talking to you five minutes ago. (laughs) Next thing, the party started and the music was in full flow. 
my dad wasn't participating. He was on hold at the time. with hold the phone. And this was before mobile phones. So he was going to be on hold for a long time. I started unwrapping all of the all the birthday presents. This was a brilliant one. It was a G.I. Joe tank. And it had all these little buttons that made sounds on the side of it. So I pressed the first button. James Bond! James Bond Jr. They were made in Taiwan and they got all of the toy sounds mixed up. It was a James Bond Jr. sound for a G.I. Joe toy. I pressed the second one going, I wonder what this one will be. That was my sister talking to the cake behind me as I was pressing it. The second button didn't work at all. And then I hit the third one. Ten siblings. <laughs> yes, it was the first time I ever got a bowling ball. And it was sponsored by TV3. It was a Tommy bowling ball. <laughs> then they lit the candles and they came out singing. Being eight, it was the first time I could hear the F-bomb in a song. <laughs> and that was the end of my birthday party. What an eventful party. Lorraine <laughs> and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Yes, indeed, I am in control. And those two douches have absolutely <laughs> no power. And guess what, everybody? It's time for this at eight minutes past eight. Or maybe it's ten past <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm terrified. What's wrong with you? Do you know, do you remember that episode? It's a bit strap the bed a small bit. This one? Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. Do you remember that time Keith Barry was driving blindfolded with Catherine Thomas? I do remember that, actually, yeah. That's what I feel like right now. I feel like we have somebody blindfolded driving us frantically. I can see everything. (laughs) What are you walking around the desk for, Box? (laughs) That much? I can barely hear that. Ross Brown is currently oh, manning the desk. Personing the desk. Don't assume. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the lip reading game. Both times that we've done the lip reading game, I've been sitting on the bold side of the desk. And now I am sitting on the, what would you say, the, the responsible side of the desk, the uh, authoritarian side of the desk. The driver's side. The driver's yeah. side, yeah. I like from that. From the vice president's office to <laughs> the president's office. Yeah, I'm in the Oval Office yeah. right now. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. So here's how it's going to work, okay? I've got two phrases each that I'm going to give to you, okay? And you have to just read my lips and try and decipher what I'm saying while playing the loudest song on YouTube in your headphones. I just had to listen to that song again. It is obnoxious. It is it's horrific. Horrendous. Yeah, it's like it's like hell grinding to a halt with bad breaks. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, uh, we're going to start with Buckley. Hey! hey. Here we go. Box is up. Wait, do you want to play this music first before I put these headphones on? Because yeah. this is horrendous stuff. Oh, I can hear it from here. I can hear it from here. It's like, like da, 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 da. there is nothing worse than this. I love how loud he talks. <laughs> there is nothing worse than this. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? What? <laughs> okay. God, good, good guess. All right. Here's your first phrase. Thumbs up. Sometimes I put my dry cleaning in the oven. Sometimes I try to skip out on training. <laughs> not bad. No. Not bad. Not bad. No, not close. Oh, not close. close. Okay. Sometimes I put my dry cleaning in the oven. Sometimes I try to skip out of trading with people from the office. <laughs> How did that, that get so what long? Is that five aside or something? <laughs> did I miss that email? Sometimes I put my dry cleaning in the oven. 
Okay. Who does that? By the way, Ross training. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Also, me washing clothes? Okay. All right, all right. Turn of Lorraine Murphy. Oh, this is horrible. Okay. You ready? Thumbs up. Okay, thumbs up. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. (laughs) Most of my hair does not need to be brushed. I take that I was wrong. wrong. <laughs> okay. okay. Thumbs up. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. The face of Most of the hats are in the bush. <laughs> close. Definitely getting closer. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> okay. Back over to Shane Bugs. Uh, there we go. Oh, God's music. Would you hold it against me if I said you'd a lovely body? What? <laughs> Can you say that again, please? Would you hold it against me if I said you'd a lovely body? Would you go to the disco if I tried to swap something? <laughs> what? One, more one more time. Would you hold it against me if I said you'd a lovely body? Now, would you go to the disco if I tried to set you up with your one? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Is that any anything? Was that? Would you hold it against me if I said you had a lovely body? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but also, I would go to a disco. Who's going to a disco? Okay, last one for you, Lorraine. Okay, who's winning? Who's uh, winning? Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Yeah. Disaster. Right? Not even Terrible. the listeners. Oh God, this music's awful. Okay, okay, headphones on. Okay, you ready? Thumbs up. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. <laughs> Mary. Is going to the show. Oh, wow. No. Is that it? <laughs> the panic in her voice. Mary is going to the show. The face of concentration okay. as well. Is okay, thumbs up. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Mary. Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary. All right, Mary, Mary, Mary. Give me one more time. One more time. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Mary and Sam are going to a show. <laughs> this the way, is the hardest thing in the world. The way you're saying it is if it depends, your life depends <laughs> on like, getting this right. It's like someone has a loaded gun. You're like, Mary and Sam. Mary had a little lamb. It's fleece oh as white as snow. <laughs> Guys, you're absolutely atrocious. <laughs> it's nil all and a thousand nil each. For the love of God, let's move on. <laughs> reached the end of another podcast did everybody have a fun time today love this it was fantastic yeah it was fantastic it's Fair kind of like food sometimes it tastes br- better the second time he's round bringing it back oh, to food sorry again. guys sorry we were trying to have a but he's very good food. though he's very he's good very good very good he's you, you very used good. to be he still is he's very, very good, good. now no i don't care what anyone says about him Listen, he's very good and they say a lot they do don't they very negative yeah. very negative Anyway. Yes, we also have a radio show, by the way. We do. If you found out this podcast through not the radio show, one, fair play to you.
two, we have a radio show, Corks 96 FM. You can get it anywhere in the world, even if you want, if you want to download the Corks 96 FM app, or you can listen on Corks 96 FM every single weekday between 6 and 9 a.m. That's uh, morning if you're thick. Make sure you follow us on our socials as well, Corks 96 FM, because there's loads of fun on that too. There is and loads of content, loads of videos. We'll chat to you all soon with our new TV show, Three Peas in a Pod, coming to the Food Network. Oh! <laughs> manifestation. He's very good. He's very good. He's very good. <laughs> Bye, guys.